Eduardo Galeano once said, a unipolar world, one with only one power, makes sure that this space almost disappears. In a multipolar world, this space multiplies. Therefore, there is nostalgia for a multipolar world. Indulge me for a moment and imagine this. NATO is dissolved. The EU, European Union, pivots to China. Ukraine ceases to exist. Taiwan reunites peacefully with mainland China. And the world order we got used to no longer exists. Some may argue this is too far-fetched. But reality on the ground suggests otherwise. That the world is changing whether we like it or not a reality that demands your attention and that of diplomats, foreign policy analysts, the intelligence community, and everyone else. In this video, I am going to provide you with my analysis as to why the United States is so scared of the new multipolar world and how will it impact the global economic and geopolitical trajectory. Our show today is sponsored by Noble Gold, my name is Dr. David Waralu, and you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. Let's state the obvious, or the fact, or the reality as is. The United States is terrified of the multipolar world and is striving to maintain the status quo, a unipolar system, one that no longer exists. Yet, some argue that a multipolar world serves America's interests more than any other regimes. What do you think? One thing is sure. As the United States moved from the era of the Cold War, so we thought, to its gentle glow in the so-called unipolar moment, many analysts, world leaders, China, Russia, leaders of emerging powers such as India, Brazil, and even some important allies of the United States, such as Germany and France, began to express their desire for a multipolar order. A broad global desire for multipolarity. What does it mean? But America's leaders do not agree with the broad desire of world leaders and nations to create a multipolar world, preferring the enormous opportunities and satisfactory status that comes from being the indispensable power and adverse to relinquishing the undisputed position of primacy. Some scholars, like Stephen Wald, professor of international relations at Harvard University, argue that unilateral U.S. leadership of the world is, and I put this in quote, essential to the world future of freedom, end of quote, and good for it, and the world. Professor Walt confirmed that he himself had previously contributed to this view. Yet, reality on the ground suggests that the Biden administration is currently working aggressively to inflict a military defeat on Russia in Ukraine and is striving to stifle China's rise. Yet, failing on both ends. There is no guarantee that these efforts will succeed. And even if they do, restoring unipolarity is likely impossible and will end up in either a bipolar world, the United States and China as bipolar, 
or as an imbalanced version of a multipolarity in which the United States ranks first among a group of unequal major powers, China, Russia, India, and perhaps Brazil, and maybe rearmed Japan and Germany. But the question you need to ask, what kind of world would that multipolar be like? International relations theorists are divided on this question. Classic realists such as Heinz Morgenthau believe that multipolar systems are less prone to war because states can realliance to contain dangerous aggressors and deter war. Structural realists such as Kenneth Walls or John Mearsheimer believe that the opposite, that bipolar systems are more stable because they have a low risk of miscalculation and that the inherent flexibility of a multipolar system creates a greater uncertainty and makes it more likely that one secondary power will believe that it can change the status quo before others unite to stop it. Now a word from our sponsor. The second largest and third largest bank runs in history happened last month. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means more money printing. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to secure their wealth with gold. Gold is the most stable asset outside of government control. Hurry and go to geopoliticsgold.com to secure your wealth. Bag a free 5-ounce America, the beautiful coin, if you qualify. Once again, that's geopoliticsgold.com. That's geopoliticsgold.com. And remember, there is always risk when investments and there is no guarantee of any kind. Back to our show. I have no doubt that currently America's leading from behind approach as it ferments more tensions, Ukraine conflict, Taiwan Straits are a case in point, contribute to not only a chaotic global order, but also creates a vacuum I believe Russia and China are failing, paving the way for the re-emergence of a multipolar world. Yet, without a systematic understanding of where both China and Russia military capabilities may be in a decade from now, the West will find it challenging to anticipate the reaction from these two countries. The wrong decision or the right one made too late could have dire consequences. For instance, if the United States sets its sights on having a permanent military presence in Poland, I am certain Washington's action will trigger a swift Russian response. We all witnessed what happened with Crimea because of the West's, mainly the United States, insistence on pushing Ukraine towards so-called democracy. The case in Poland will be more problematic. I am reminded of what former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger predicted in his 1994 book, Diplomacy. He wrote of the inevitable of a new multipolar era. Look no further than at the rise of China on a steady march since the end of the 1990s. A quarter century ago, China prospects becoming a serious rival to Washington were unclear. Now, 
the Beijing-Washington rivalry is a foregone conclusion. So, the question you need to ask is this. Is multipolarity good for the United States, provided it understands the implication and adjusts its foreign policy appropriately? Washington has always focused on strangling many small states, too costly and ultimately unsuccessful wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, some ill-advised policies that have led to a number of failed states, a financial crisis that dramatically changed United States domestic policy, and the emergence of a discontent U.S. population that sees the government not working on its behalf. Now, here is the one thing you need to think about. Does multipolarity serve America's interest? In defending the usefulness of multipolarity to America's interest, the argument is that it creates a world in which Euro-Asia contains several major powers of varying strength. These countries are likely to look at each other cautiously, especially when they are geographically close together. This situation gives the United States a great deal of flexibility to adjust its alliances as needed, just as it did when it allied with Stalin's Russia in World War II and when it repaired the relations with Mao China during the Cold War. The ability to select and select the right allies is the secret elements of past U.S. foreign policy successes. Its status as the only superpower in the Western Hemisphere has given it free security that no other superpower has and made it a particularly desirable ally whenever serious troubles arises. But that era now is long gone. In a multipolar world, other major powers will gradually assume greater responsibility for their own security, thereby reducing the global burdens on the United States. India will build up its military power as its economy grows. Pacifist Japan has pledged to double its defense spending by 2027. So, get ready for a multipolar world. Even if multipolarity has drawbacks for the United States, Trying to prevent it would be costly and possibly pointless. So instead of engaging in a pointless effort to turn back the clock, Americans should start preparing for a multipolar future. I will have to add that the world of unbalanced multipolarity would encourage the United States to move away from its instinctive reliance on hard power and coercion and to give more weight to real diplomacy, something we have been lacking for a few decades now. Assuming the United States remains first among the unequal in a multipolar system, Washington will be ideally positioned for other major powers to play against each other and could allow its partners in Euro-Asia, assuming they agree, to shoulder more of the burden of their security. So here's my conclusion for you. Conventional wisdom suggests that to predict any country's future is precarious, formidable task that goes double for the future of, let's say, Russia, a country presently armed with massive nuclear stockpile, 
ambitiously striving to wield global influence. It is a daring undertaking to accurately forecast, for example, what China, Russia, Japan, India may look like in the next decade or so. However, most indications are that the world is being reshaped, reorganized, and influenced one conflict, one step, and one country at a time. As I always say, welcome to a multipolar world where the earth is no longer the property of a sole superpower. As always, prepare yourself for changing world order. Till next time. Bye-bye.